people, some people get nervous about being rigid, but what I say is like, I don't time block to the point where it's super, super specific that I don't have any time for breaks. I actually time block breaks. Like I like to read in the middle of the day or stretch or go for a workout. Like I plan those things. If I'm going to watch Netflix, I plan it in. It's like, you can plan in fun. I always tell clients to plan in fun. So I make sure to do that. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. As we get ready for the holiday madness and (laughs) head into a new year, we know how important it is to check in with your time. Are you really maximizing your time? Are you plugging in time to rest? Mm -hmm. So in this episode, we are talking with time management coach and founder of The Fire Inside, Sade Jones. And we love this episode, especially as two women who have a lot going on at all times. Uh, It was just so timely, and we know you're going to love it. So the main points that we touch on during this episode are time management tips, common distractions that cause multi-passionate women to lose focus. Hello, it's me with 20 (laughs) browser tabs open. Um, Apps and tools to stay organized and how to make a daily priority list versus a to-do list. Mm, I absolutely loved this episode and getting to chat with Sade. She is actually the newest lecturer in the Shishan's Academy for the month of December. So along with goal setting with Alex and me, Our Academy members will learn even more tips to help limit distractions and increase focus as multi-passionate women. We want our entire community, that means you, girl, we want you to go into 2021 feeling like your strongest and your most confident self yet. And we know that these two courses, these resources, they're going to help you achieve just that. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of amazing resources, actually, Shade is offering a t- totally free strategy session for our community. You can head over to the link in our show notes to book your one-on-one call with her. During the strategy session, I actually had mine a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and I had it was awesome getting to chat even just this one-on-one time with her during this session you and Shade you're going to discuss how you're currently spending your time how you want to be spending your time and what is preventing you from accomplishing those goals and like I said in my strategy session I had so many questions for her and I just walked (laughs) away feeling like a boss and I know someone in our community have already signed up for their one-on-one with her so definitely head to that link in our show notes and take advantage of this really sweet strategy strategy session with Sade. That yes. is really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have any questions about managing your time between your job and your business, like myself, or multiple businesses like Anna Laura, here's what you're going to do. Text 2021 to 215 608 
3002 and we're going to send you our goal getters checklist and give you even more resources to better manage your time and limit distractions because we understand what it's like trying to do a million things at once and we know the time management struggle so definitely text us so you can get those free resources and a checklist to really just help you feel more at ease (laughs) with everything going on Um, and believe it or not ladies it is actually us on the other end texting back cheering you on Um, and we can't wait to text text you guys so enjoy this episode and we'll see you in the text Welcome back to the She Shines podcast, everyone. We are so honored to be sitting here with Shade Jones, time management coach and content creator. Shade, say hi to all of our listeners. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. We are so glad to have you. We can't wait to dive in. I know what we'll be discussing in this podcast is something that Alex and myself (laughs) certainly can't wait to dive into. We know our community has tons of questions and that is all about time management. So before we get into that, we'd love to just hear about your, your background, kind of what made you take the leap into this time management coaching route, this journey of yours, spill the tea. Okay. So I'll start off when I was 10 years old. That's when I started my first business. It was actually called Sade Snacks. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. What were the snacks yeah. that you were selling? <laughs> so I so I always had a sensitive stomach and kind of my way of making it a positive thing was I my mom would give me so many like fruit snacks and special like sandwiches and all these different things that only I could eat. And but kids loved it. So like I just started like people would ask me for it. And one day I was like, you know, I'm so tired of people asking me for it. I, I want to sell them. Yeah. So I just started selling like my fruit snacks and chips and all this stuff. Yeah. And I made a lot of money from it. I my love it. Just like, yeah. My mom was like, why are the snacks going down so quickly? And that was why. Mom, well, I'm, I'm selling you six lunches. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's like, and you're not fat. So I don't get it. But okay. So, but back to what I was saying. So I started my business when I first business when I was 10. And then in high school, I kind of continued on to that business route. And then I really got into writing as well. So I actually contemplated going to school for journalism or business. And then I decided to go for business because one of my advisors just said that it's probably the best thing for me to do. I can keep my options open. So I went to school, Ithaca College, upstate New York. I'm originally from New York City, but I went to school up there and I studied business and marketing. And I ended up getting a really great internship in advertising. So then from there, I kind of just started my career in advertising right after school. And I enjoyed it for the first couple of years. It was definitely what I wanted to do, but there was still something that felt like it was missing. So I decided to start a blog called The Fire Inside. And it was just a place where I could be creative and it was an outlet for me. And through the blog, I started to connect with people and I was really enjoying it a lot. Fun fact, when I started the blog, I started actually in 2017. And it was be due to a lot of the things I went through from 2015 to 2017. So I graduated college in 2015. And that same year, oh my goodness, I, I actually had two family members that passed away. My college boyfriend and I broke up and my college best friend and I stopped speaking. All of that happened in like the same spring of 2015. Like I remember it because it was that semester where all of this stuff went down. And 
that's and then I also graduated and I was like okay I have to start my career I have to move back home I also started a new fitness and wellness journey and personal development journey I was just going through so many changes that I needed somewhere to express it so that translated into my blog which where where I talk about personal growth wellness and just lifestyle topics and I actually wrote my first blog post and then I got so much traction from it that I got scared and I stopped writing blog posts for an entire year. And, and then <laughs> after that year, I, I picked it back up mostly because of my now fiance. He really pushed me to like get back on it. And I started it and then I actually started to get traction. I started to attract brands and it started to become like a side hustle. And then I was like, okay, so I can have a side hustle and I can also work. I can, you know, make mm-hmm. this happen. And then I started to have another side hustle. So I started an e-commerce business. And then I kind of was like having all these business ventures going on and, I, and while trying to work and trying to go to the gym and hang out with friends and just have a life in general. Mm-hmm. Like, we feel so that. I was like, we know so then well. I was like, what can I get really great at? Time management. So mm. that's kind of where that I honed in on that niche. But really, I decided to become a coach when I hired a business coach and she helped me navigate my business. And that happened just this year, early this year. And I just went full time in August. I quit my job, went full time. I moved down to Atlanta and got engaged all in like one month. Oh, my goodness. So many things. Yes. (laughs) Congratulations on so many levels. That's amazing. What a year it has been for you. Yes. Wow. And I I love that it stemmed from that season, like that hard season, you know, a Mm -hmm. lot of times that like when you go through such hardships, when you're able to translate that into something positive for someone else, like I I love that you were able to spin that into a positive and really make that your, your message. And, you know, I, I appreciate your honesty too about getting scared when you started seeing success (laughs) and putting that on hold. I think that is so relatable. And I I would love to just like dig on that a little bit. Like what, what kind of thoughts and fears were running through your head at that time that made you be like, whoa, 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 not so much. So when I started, when I wrote my first blog post, I I knew I wanted it to be something vulnerable. I, I think the topic was like, it was something about disagreements or how to go through tough times. It was stuff I was dealing with. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to put it out there because I, it may help someone. In my head, I thought maybe like someone far out on the other side of the world may read it. Not like all my close friends and in my Instagram community <laughs> yes. would find it. That's not the people I thought would find it. Like, you know, I thought it was like back in like the Tumblr days and just random people would find things. But yeah. no, like a lot of people saw it that knew me. Some of the people who I talked about in the post saw it. You know, it was just like things I didn't take into consideration for some reason mm-hmm. that really made me scared. And a lot of people related to it. And that's why they, you know, now I look back and I'm like, that's why I got all that traction. But in the moment, I was just like, no, I can't be out there like that. I was nervous about what people at work would think. I was nervous about what my family would think. I was really nervous just about what people thought, even though no one said anything. Now I look back and I'm like, no one said anything. But in my head, I was really scared about it. So. That's kind of what stopped me. Oh my goodness. So relatable. And I know we have heard it from many of our community members of that fear of others' opinions and then also kind of the fear of success. You know, like once you're like, oh, I did it and people are seeing it. What now? Um, so you mentioned a little bit about your fiance kind of giving you the fire to, to start again. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else that helped you kind of dive back into the blog other than I know we're always so grateful for our community that 
that surrounds us, who, who gives us advice and pushes us when things get tough. But were, was there anything else you were doing, like mindset work or, you know, lifting yourself up like, Shade, you got this girl? <laughs> yeah, so I was doing a lot of work around confidence. I mean, I'm constantly doing work around confidence. But in that moment, I was doing a lot of mindset work. I was listening to... I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Evan Carmichael, but he has a Believe Nation is his YouTube channel. And I was listening to his YouTube channel every single day. And it was just pumping so much motivation into my head and realizing that I need to tell my story that really pushed me to want to do so. I would mm-hmm. say it really was just working on yourself. The more you work on yourself, the, the more you can give to other people. So that's, that's kind of what pushed me. Oh, I love that. The more, more you give to yourself, the more you can give to other people. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> and we'll be making that into a quote tile for this episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that. So we're going to, we're going to shift topics just a little bit and dive into okay. your, your, you know, zone of genius and that is time management. And like I said, I know this is something that Alex and I can't wait to dive into. We've been, we've been talking all day, like, oh, bless. Like, we need some time management. Seriously, seriously. So, <laughs> yeah. So right now, you know, we, our community serves multi-passionate women with, mm-hmm. within She Shines. And obviously you can relate to being multi-passionate yourself with all, you know, the hats that you've worn in your, in your career as an entrepreneur, as well as a full-time working woman. Um, what current roles are you juggling right now and kind of how do you do it? Like what is a, a routine or, or tips that you have there? So currently, thank goodness, I don't work anymore. <laughs> my <laughs> corporate job at least. So I, I but I, I, it's funny, like as soon as I stopped working my corporate job, I assumed I would just have these more free days and I would have all these more free hours, but I actually ended up working way longer hours. So now I'm working much longer hours, but I'm managing it well because I'm taking breaks throughout the day. So currently I'm juggling being a full-time time management coach, which leads to me creating content, me talking with clients, me doing sales calls, me, mm-hmm. you know, doing a lot of just like the sales and marketing, but also the finance and admin tasks, just because I'm a solopreneur right now. And then yes. content creation is me creating content, but also reaching out to brands, communicating with brands. I'm like my own assistant for that, those things as well. And I'm the star of it. So yeah, it's like yes. a lot. Um, so I'm juggling those two mostly and also wedding planning. I've never planned a wedding. So that's another thing. I feel like that's a, another like full-time job. Yes. It is. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, I also just moved to Atlanta and I don't really know many people here or the city. So I'm getting acquainted to that as well. So juggling all of that, mm-hmm. I really like to compartmentalize everything. So mm-hmm. I plan my days ahead of time. I always say that your, your day should not be, doesn't start in the morning. It starts the night before. So if you're planning your day the night before your day, you don't wake up without clarity. You wake up with clarity because you know exactly what you want to get done for the day. I'm a big time blocker. I'm sure you both are familiar with time blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love it. People, some people get nervous about being rigid, but what I say is like, I don't time block to the point where it's super, super specific that I don't have any time for breaks. I actually time block breaks. Like I like to read in the middle of the day or stretch or go for a workout. Like I plan those things. If I'm going to watch Netflix, I plan it in. It's like, you can plan in fun. I always tell clients to plan in fun. So I make sure to do that. And I also love doing batch working. So Mm -hmm. that's when I have certain days where I only do certain things. So Mondays I do all my creative work. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm taking a lot of calls, podcast interviews like today, or Mm -hmm. I'm doing like any type of, um, 
networking, meeting with people, just my chatter days pretty much. And then yeah. Friday is a bunch of admin tasks, financial tasks, keeping up with that side of things, which I do on Friday because I don't like doing them. So it's like, <laughs> by the time I get to the end of the week, I'm like, now you're forced to do these things. Yes. I'm not much of an analytics girl. Girl, we and then, feel that. <laughs> yeah, right. And then my weekends are pretty free. Sometimes I work. Well, okay, most of the time I work, but I do also <laughs> plan in free free time to do things with like friends and family as well. Yeah, I I love so many of the the tips that you just shared about batching specifically and having kind of a designated theme each day. So mm-hmm. even if you are juggling multiple businesses or you know multiple tasks tasks, excuse me, you can compartmentalize even like multiple businesses within those days. Like, okay, I'm doing all my finances for my multiple businesses or creating all the content for multiple things. Um, so I, I really love that tip and is something that I want to start implementing immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And you don't need a full day to do those things. Like I work with a bunch of women who are side hustlers and I always say we can just theme your nights and mm. you can work out like that as well. Mm. That's a great idea. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking note as someone who is working full time and also growing She Shines. I also really like what you said about planning your day the night before so you can wake up with clarity. I usually will like wake up early and then do like my schedule, but I like the idea of getting it done like the night before, like you said, so I can wake up and kind of already know what to expect. So I'm going to try that tonight. I like yeah, that. See how you like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's yeah. great. So as Anna Laura was saying before, our community is primarily multi-passionate women. So women who, you know, have a bunch of things going on and need help <laughs> with time management. <laughs> um, can you tell us maybe some of the common distractions that can cause multi-passionate women to lose their focus in some ways we can kind of limit those to increase our focus because the squirrel brain is so real. <laughs> so real. Yes. So a lot of common distractions that I see is you'll hear me say it's a lot, just no clarity. Like people are just not even aware of their problems or things they're mm-hmm. doing, not self-aware. They're not, they're not clear on what exactly they want to do. So an example of that is like not having direction. So let's say like I, I've actually had people say like, I want to start a business and I'm like, okay, when, where, what do you want to do? Like, you know, it's just like these broad goals, like, you know, next year, 2020 is my year, I'm going to start a business. But if you don't set deadlines and to reach certain benchmarks to achieve that goal, it's just always going to be a dream. It's not yet a goal because you haven't set any benchmarks to it. Mm -hmm. So that there's a differentiating, you know, differentiation between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that people get stuck up on is social media. I mean, that's a huge distraction for everyone. My tips for that, I could go, that could be a whole podcast episode, but (laughs) quick tips for that for social media is turning off your app, turning off your app notifications and also setting app limits. Mm. So some people get nervous about turning off their app notifications, but you don't have to do it all the time. You can just do it when you want to do a certain task. You can just literally put your phone in airplane mode, or you can just turn off the notifications for your apps. Or you can turn off notifications for your phone entirely. Like certain mm-hmm. between certain hours, people know just don't even call me because I'm not picking up during that time. <laughs> so just send me a text and I'll see it when I see it. But just, just setting those boundaries is very important. 
I also have limits on all my apps and that's worked really well for clients in, in the past. Cause I had one client who was spending like 11 hours on social media, oh my goodness. <laughs> like essentially all awakened hours. And I pointed out to her, I was like, this is how many hours you have awake. And this is how many hours you're on social media. Where's the problem? So then we had to like work through it. So setting those app limits, turning off those notifications will really help you to limit those distractions. Also, emails is a big distraction. A big distraction for a bunch of people. I think a lot of times people think that just because they received an email, it's urgent. And a lot of times, someone else's emergency is not your urgency. I'm like, yeah. I'm sure you may have heard that quote. Yeah. So you you really have to set those boundaries with that as well. Um, a tip for doing doing that essentially is just setting the boundaries, like mm-hmm. letting people know, okay, during these hours, I'm not answering emails. And, and you'll hear from me later. Or what I like to do is actually batch all my emails. So mm-hmm. I'm a big batcher. So I'll like put all the emails, responses that I want to do all at one time. And then I'll schedule send them. So they'll all send at a certain time. And then by the time I get responses, it'll be around the same time. And then I can mm-hmm. schedule to send all the responses mm-hmm. at one time. Mm-hmm. And that's way better than like doing it piecemeal one by one by one. If you can, I know mm-hmm. depending on your job, it may be tough to do that. I know when I worked in advertising, everyone expected me to answer emails right that second and it was kind of like I had to communicate okay no that's not going to happen so you can't have those conversations (laughs) but if if, you know if you want to avoid that I would say at least try to limit how many emails you're checking when you're doing really important tasks Um, another tip is also just setting your priorities up ahead of time and also trying out the Pomodoro method so if you Mm. haven't heard of the Pomodoro it is a method where I'll quickly explain it so essentially you do work for 25 minutes and then you take a five minute break and then you do work for 25 minutes again take a five minute break and you do about three to four loops of that and then after you've done three to four loops you take a longer break about 20 to 30 minutes and what that does is help you really focus in on one task so during that 25 minutes you're not on your phone you're not you're not having like 30 tabs up you're working on that sole one topic you're getting it done and then you're moving on to the next or you're taking a break and continue to work on it. And what that does is help a lot of people actually zone in and focus. This is one of the most proven methods. I think it's over 2 million people have found success with this method because it really helps people zone in. Something about having a timer to me feels like a game and I'm very competitive. So I'm always like, I have to beat this. I have to concentrate. Like it really motivates me. So Uh if you're like that, it'll really work for you. And a good app for that is actually called Focus Keeper. It's the one that I use. It's it's very simple and, and you can just download it and set the timer from there. But I also have a bunch of apps that I could recommend in the link in my bio and my Instagram, but I can talk about that later. Yes. Well, that leads us to our next question is yes. what sort of, I mean, there, okay. First of all, there's so much I want to unpack in yeah. your answer yeah. just then that I'm like, <laughs> I am so glad that you said, because it's very freeing for me. Like I, I turned my Instagram notifications off like years ago and it was probably the best thing that I ever did. Cause I'm not getting like pings on all the, you know, likes or things coming through. And so it's really, it helps my brain clarify, like what's important is an actual notification on my phone coming through, you know, like, right. or maybe not important, but more important than like a like on, yeah. on Instagram. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, being able to, to have that kind of just like clutter free on your screen is, yes. is really nice. And then I love what you said also about emails being someone else's mm-hmm. emergency is not your urgency. Yes. <sighs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. 
That has just saved like us. breathing sigh. I, I think I hear our, our listeners like all breathing sighs of relief. Yeah. I also really love the Pomodoro method. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Um, oh. so again, something else I'm going to be trying, it's a little late tonight. I'm going to eat dinner and then go to bed, but tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> when I do have work to do, uh, definitely going to try that because, um, it sounds right up my alley, giving mm-hmm. yourself like these chunks of time where you're going to like really go hard in the paint, get it done. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. I just used a basketball reference. Yes, you did. Oh, I heard I it. I would love it. <laughs> Ryan is hard in the paint. So it. proud. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Okay. <laughs> About the paint. So you're going to do work right in a chunk of time um, and then taking a break because I find myself getting distracted a little bit like app like well, what is going on on my phone? Or like, maybe I just need to look in the fridge mm-hmm. for something. No, you don't. So I, I really appreciate that. Thank you for sharing all those mm-hmm. amazing tips. I know they're going to help our listeners so, so much. Oh, um, so let's, let's get into it. And us. And us. Yeah. <laughs> We're at the top. Us of the community. Um, <laughs> yeah. Number one, like these episodes we, and ladies listening, you know, we say this all the time. I don't know how or why it happens, but it is so true. And we don't say it just to say it. Anna, Laura, and I will be having a conversation like earlier this morning and our podcast guests or our show guests will be talking about the exact problem that we've been talking about all day. So we have been talking about this time management issue and struggling to like, get our tasks together and reprioritize and re-systemize. So this is really coming at a crucial moment for us. So we really, Mm -hmm. really appreciate it. (laughs) So let's talk about those apps and tools that we were, um, that we were mentioning before. So you mentioned Focus Keeper, anything else that you use to stay organized and kind of on top of your, your time and your tasks? So I am a little bit old school and I use a physical planner I actually really love to write down everything. Are you also old school? Yeah. Oh, yes. So, like a mix, like 50-50. Yeah, yeah. So I use the Boss Babe 90-Day Planner. What I really like about it is it, it makes it into quarters and not so much like a year out. So you can really zone in for each quarter within the planner. And in the planner, I'm not sponsored by this, by the way. I just really love this product. But <laughs> sponsor her, sponsor also, her. <laughs> right, but you guys should. Um, but I ha- it has a section about your gratitude, what you're grateful for in the top. And then it also has all your to-dos. It has your top three, which is a method I always love to use. It's essentially setting your top three tasks for the day. And then it also has a side with a little calendar. So I time block and I write in what I want to do each of the hours throughout the day. So I love that planner, highly recommend it. Also, another app that I like is called Way of Life. And this is a habit tracker app. So if you're someone who like me, I, I, yeah. So I recently wanted to start meditating more. I've always been into meditating, but I struggle so hard. But what I started doing was actually plugging in, okay, meditation, and you're going to do it every day at whatever time. And you have to go into the app and say that you did it or not. So it's really great and keeps you on track. They send you reminders. That's like one of the only reminders I have on is like for a way of life. <laughs> um, so that's a great app. And then I'll leave you guys with one more, Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. That's another great app for time tracking. So if you're not sure of how long you're spending on tasks, I know a, lot, a common problem for a lot of multi-passionate women is that 
They think a task is going to take them 30 minutes, but it usually takes them three hours, but they're not even aware of it because they don't even time it and they're not sure how to track it. So using Toggle, you can set it to whatever task you're doing, time yourself, and see on average how long you spend doing a certain task, and then you can work your schedule around that. So all great tools. Yes, I love these. I'm so pumped to dive into, it's funny that you mentioned like wanting to meditate more and like having a habit tracker. That's something I started writing in my physical planner, which is really just a journal because I've never been able to find a planner that works for me, but I'm totally looking into the boss babe 90 day planner. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I started making like lists of things that I wanted to do, like eat three vegetables, work out, <laughs> you know, just like daily read, uh -huh. pray, uh -huh. whatever it is. And then Monday through Friday, I have a little space for a checkbox. And then I can even just seeing like, okay, well, Monday and Tuesday, I'm on it. Those, those babies are checked, but then like Thursday, Friday, it's like, oh, um, so I really love like having a visual representation, like if you are trying to get more into a, a particular habit and whether you're a physical, like write it down or you're a digital app girl, like these are, these are great. I'm excited to look into that. Thanks. We have loved this conversation so much, but like, you know, we touched on earlier, the entrepreneurial journey, it has so many ups and downs and we deal with overwhelm and just all the feels and task burnout. And we talked a little bit earlier about mindset tips, you know, when you're talking about that, that fear of success, mm -hmm. what tips do you have for multi-passionate women specifically to deal with just overwhelm? You know, they look at their to-do list and it's just like, Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I can never get it all done in a day. I say that from experience, literally this conversation that Alex and I were <laughs> having earlier, <laughs> like what, what are some like self-care practices or mindset? Like what, what do you do to pour into yourself? So, okay. I'm going to answer that in two parts. The first part for to-do lists, you really should start making priority lists. I'm not much of a to-do list person. I try to make priority lists. So what the difference is essentially is just priority list is the stuff that needs to get done more urgent and it's more important than anything else. So I also aim to have my top three, like I mentioned, but then I'll never give myself more than four tasks to accomplish outside of that because that seven mark is actually scientifically proven better for most people. And most people can actually achieve that throughout a day. So try to keep it at seven, which I know for multi-passionate people, that's seven. How dare you give me seven things? That's it. But the thing is, with seven, they're much more achievable. They can be larger tasks. You'll, you have, you'll feel more accomplished because you'll actually be able to achieve them and, and get them done. Mm -hmm. And the problem will, for a lot of people is that they'll get those seven things done and they'll go, okay, now I can get one more thing in instead of actually taking time for a break mm -hmm. or self-care. Mm -hmm. So that's that's one thing that I, I still deal with, but I'm getting much better at it because I actually have alarms that say stop working. And then and then I have another one that goes, no, really, stop working. <laughs> <laughs> I set two alarms just to remind myself. I'm getting like fully open right now this podcast. But I have two alarms that literally tell me to stop working. So that to me is one practice of self-care is just literally turning the computer off, walking mm -hmm. away from it. I am fortunate to have a workspace that's not in my bedroom or anything. So it's like I can actually leave this room and go out and feel like I'm in my home, um, mm -hmm. the other side of my home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, another self-care practice that I love to do, I like to get outside. Uh, I like to go for walks or do type of fitness. I'm very into that. And I like to talk with friends, like something about just chatting with friends because I don't have the 
rapport of like my coworkers anymore. So it's like really different being a solopreneur and you miss that community. So just being able to do that is also really nice. That's a form of self-care for me. And also just curling up with Netflix and some good Ben and Jerry's is another yeah. form of self-care for me. I like my little treat meals. So that's typically how I wind down. It's really important to have a wind down routine. I think a lot of people think, you know, I need to have a morning routine, but then at night they just do whatever and then just knocking out from, you know, just scrolling on their phone, mm-hmm. which essentially is going to affect your sleep negatively and you won't really get to relax. You'll just always be on and then you'll wake up and you'll still be on with your mind racing. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And then like part of that nighttime routine being planning out your priority yeah. list for the next That's day. Good. I'm learning. Yes, I'm learning. Exactly. Yes, I love it. Uh, these are, these have been amazing. I, I love the idea of a priority list. This mm-hmm. is something I, I tried to start doing after I read um, the one thing. Have you ever read that? Uh, yes. I was like, this girl, she has to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Like, and it's like, you know, you can't actually like, you can't multitask and just picking like, I, I try, I try to do three. Cause I'm like, if I get these three done, like it's a win of a day. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll, I'll push myself and and go for seven. I'll work my way up there. <laughs> it all depends on what the task is too. Like if your three that's things true. are super huge and they're going to take you hours, like don't do seven. But if they're, right, you, know, you know, if you're finishing by like one o'clock, you know, maybe you can finish and get some more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Anna, Laura and I will be implementing all of these things tonight. So yeah. thank you. Well, Shade. Thank you again for getting real with us, sharing your journey, talking about all of your time management tips, compartmentalizing, starting your day the night before, limiting distractions, all of the apps and tools that you use like Focus Keeper and your Boss Bay Planner. Just so much goodness here that I know this will be a repeat listen for many, many members of our community. So before we let you go, can you please tell us where everyone can connect with you? So everyone can connect with me on Instagram. That's my main platform. I'm, and my Instagram is Shade Jones underscore. That's S-A-D-E-J-O-N-E-S underscore as well as my website, which is thefireinsideshade.com. Oh, you kept the original from your original blog. Yes. So now I just transformed it into an aisle for different services. But yes, yeah, same, same site. Yes, about that brand consistency. Yeah. Going. Okay. So thank you for sharing where we can connect with you. We're going to shift into our rapid fire question round. These are just like one word answers. We're going to set the scene for you. You're in line at a coffee shop back in the day, like February, 2020. And we're ordering, what's your favorite coffee beverage or tea? Or I'm water? definitely a tea girl. I'm, I'm definitely like a matcha green tea girl. Matcha green tea. So you're, you're in line about to order your matcha green tea. And this girl taps you on the shoulders like, oh my goodness, it's Shade Jones from the fire inside. I have questions I'm dying to ask you about time management, but first I have these three questions yeah. and they are, what is your favorite way to connect with new people? Networking events. I actually love networking events. I've actually put on my own networking events as well. Yes. Second question though. How can I create community in my life or business? 
just talking to people i would say like for me i was always nervous about talking to people you have to just go out there and talk to people one way i created a large community outside of my friends was dming people like slide into the dms not it's not just for guys ladies like it is for us to also communicate with other people who are doing similar things to us i have friends now around the world which i would never have had if it wasn't for instagram yes you know we feel that and the last question she has before she buys your green tea matcha or matcha green tea is how do you get your fill of girl talk well now it's facetime because most of my friends live in new york but yeah definitely facetime with close friends i love it well shade thank you so so much for taking me time to come on and talk with us and we cannot wait to implement these tips ladies if you have learned any takeaway from Shade today definitely slide into her dms you know she loves to connect slide into our dms you know we love to connect and we will shout you out on our instagram stories at she x shines in the meantime ladies keep shining Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.